Welcome to the ADV podcast, the official podcast of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venerology. I'm Daniel. And I'm Adriana. And we are your hosts. Every month, the JADV chooses and highlights four articles in a section called Editor's Picks. Today's Editor's Picks for March 2023 include How far is the interleukin-36 pathway involved in atopic dermatitis pathogenesis? Parents and healthcare professionals can be bullies too. Purpuric rashes, which also occur after COVID-19 booster vaccination. And which sunscreens are safe for coral reefs? But before we get into that... Applying for your ADV membership allows you to become part of a vibrant international community of professionals and gives you access to a variety of benefits and tools to deepen your knowledge while remaining up to date in your latest findings in your specialty. You're just two steps away from becoming an ADV member. Apply today. Visit eadv.org if you wish to learn more. Save the date for our upcoming symposium hosted in Seville, Spain, 18th to the 20th of May 2023. Discover the latest scientific updates across acne, pigmentary disorders, atopic dermatitis, pediatric dermatology and more. The symposium format offers you the chance to meet leaders in your specialty from all over Europe and beyond. Stay tuned for more. And now, the editor's picks. How far is the interleukin-36 pathway involved in atopic dermatitis pathogenesis? The inflammatory cytokine interleukin-36 and its dysregulation are thought to be involved in the pathogenesis of inflammatory diseases. For example, the interleukin-36 pathway plays a significant role in postular psoriasis, as demonstrated by very rapid improvement in skin lesions following administration of biologics targeting the interleukin-36 receptor. Interleukin-36 is also key to skin inflammation induced by Staphylococcus aureus, a bacterium present on the skin of most patients with atopic dermatitis and associated with AD flares. Bissonetti and al. conducted a phase 2a study of spesolimab, a first-in-class humanized monoclonal immunoglobulin G antibody against the interleukin-36 receptor to explore the effect of blocking the interleukin-36 pathway in patients with moderate to severe atopic dermatitis. They found modest improvement in AD patients following IV administration of spesolimab, but failed to achieve its primary efficacy endpoint, change from baseline in the eczema area and severity index at week 16. The authors suggest that the use of biologics targeting the interleukin-36 pathway as monotherapy is probably not sufficient to control AD. Parent and healthcare professionals can be bullies too. In an EADV-supported project with Pavel Chetnyshova as a principal investigator, 453 individuals with skin disease responded to surveys using two social media groups regarding their experience of bullying. They expressed different attitudes to our similar experiences in teasing, calling names, and unsolicited advice, as well as tactless questions. All reported a negative influence on such events on their lives, that there is often a fine line between teasing, mocking, tactless questions, unsolicited advice, and abuse. Although it's known that in most cases the perpetrators of teasing and bullying are other adolescents, the study also revealed the wide spectrum of psychologically harmful behavior of adult family members with profound impact on the psychosocial well-being of their children with skin diseases. Unfortunately, some individuals reported being offended also by comments from healthcare professionals, the opposite from the care they should provide. Purpuric rashes also occur after COVID-19 booster vaccination. Purpuric rashes are common adverse reactions following SARS-CoV-2 vaccination, but other than leukocytoclastic vasculitis, the majority of other vasculitis-like lesions still lack a clinical and histological characterization. 
eight cases of histologically proven capillaritis following primary and or booster SARS-CoV-2 vaccination are reported this month by D. Bartolomeo and all, with a wide-ranging clinical presentation including limited capillaritis, Schamberg disease subtype, excremented-like purpura and vasculitis-like lesions. Thus far, all reported capillaritis following SARS-CoV-2 vaccination concerned only primary vaccination with BNT162B2 mRNA vaccine, while the authors reported capillaritis occurring after both primary and booster vaccination with mRNA and vector-based vaccines. Which sunscreens are safe for coral reefs? Readers who are interested in being ecologically responsible with their choice and recommendation of dermatological products will enjoy reading the compelling letter to the editor from Drs. Kana and Sai. They describe how coral reefs are deteriorating at an alarming rate and that the global efforts are being made to reduce the harmful effects of human activities on the special ecological system. Research over the last decade indicates that certain UV filters used in sunscreens may be detrimental to coral reefs. Consequently, legislative bans have been imposed on some organic UV filters like oxybenzone, octinoxate, octocrylene, and formethylbenzylidine. For example, sunscreens containing oxybenzone and octinoxate were banned in Hawaii in 2018 and several other islands followed this decision. This led to a new market of sunscreens particularly containing inorganic UV filters, being promoted as reef safe, but without any clear ecotoxicological and safety rating. The authors emphasized that at present, such reef safe labeling should be interpreted with caution since it has often not been validated and not scientifically justified. Our first article was Spasolimab, an anti-interleukin-36 receptor antibody in patients with moderate to severe atopic dermatitis. Results from a multi-center, randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled phase 2a study by Bissonetti and co-authors. Our second article was Wider Than Bullying, Analysis of Patients' Comments from the Project on Bullying Among Dermatologic Patients by Chernyshoff. Our third article was Capillaritis as Cutaneous Adverse Reaction to SARS-CoV-2 Primary and Booster Vaccination, a series of eight cases by D. Bartolomeo and co-authors. Our fourth article was Reef Safe Sunscreens, a Call to Action by Kana and co-authors. Of course, all the research presented today can be found in the Journal of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venerology. Though you can find free access and open access articles, EDB members benefit greatly by adding access to all articles and content. We would like to give a special thank you to all of our listeners. If you haven't already, it really helps us if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, or otherwise you can find us on any major podcast provider. We appreciate you joining us and look forward to presenting more interviews, research, and other topics of merit. Until the next episode, take care of your skin.